Welcome to The Scope. Entertainment, intrigue, and good conversation. Catch Mike and friends for the next hour on The Scope. One more day for the big event. Super Bowl 55 between the Bucks, local boys, and Kansas City Chiefs. As we get ready for the big event, we are going to look at the power and positivity of sports. You are listening to The Scope on WTKS 1041 Real Radio. Thank you for joining us. This is your host, Mike. And with us in the studio is our friend and producer, Taryn. Hi, everyone. This episode is sponsored by Universal Tire and Auto, home of the Buy Four Tires Get a Free Alignment. Visit UniversalTireAndAuto.com for more information. Awesome. Today, we have Brian Pink, attorney by day, (laughs) basketball coach by night, and podcaster. Um, That's We got to ask him about that. (laughs) But first, let's head over to Taryn and get the scoop on the scope. News and entertainment you may have missed. All right. This is your scoop on the scope. Houston furniture store owner named Jim Vale placed a $3.46 million bet on the Super Bowl 55 on Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, you know, you I don't get, on get the fact. Yeah, no, um, I don't get the fact why it, it, it's I think it says there that um, that they are the underdogs. It, right. It, yeah, I didn't. I just didn't say it. Really? But that's what it says, the underdog. Oh my, that was just yeah, on one I, I of the just news don't things. get that. Go ahead. Anyway, right. I'm sorry. NFL gives away free Super Bowl tickets to 7,500 healthcare workers. Good job. Yes. Passenger at the Orlando. Well, hold on. Let me okay. comment. Comment. <laughs> I like that. That's actually, uh, I mean, I, whether I like or dislike the NFL commissioner, um, that's got nothing to do with it. I think this is a pretty good thing. I, I liked it when he announced that. So yeah. That was a good thing. I thought so. Yeah. A passenger at the Orlando International Airport tried to board a plane in Florida, but alas, he did not make it on the plane. Why, you ask? He had 22 pounds of crystal meth in his backpack. What? Yeah, 22 pounds. The police say the value of the drugs is almost half a million, but here's the thing. He was asleep at the airport, and when he fell asleep, he woke up, there was a bag next to him, and he grabbed it. Is that his excuse? I mean, That was the said? excuse. Yes. That was the excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be careful. <laughs> All right. Groundhog Day was this past Tuesday. Oh. And yes, Phil saw his shadow, so there will be six more weeks of winter. I mean, Punk's let's Tony. be honest. He sees his shadow every single time. I think so. I agree. <laughs> but, I mean, here in Florida, let's see the temperature. Do you remember the first time ever hearing about Punk's Tony? Me, the only thing I can remember is that movie with what's his name that they he repeats Groundhog Day every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, forgot his name. I can't think of his name either. uh, But you know, in Florida here, so it's 58 degrees right now. Bill Murray, Bill Murray, there (laughs) you go. There you go. I I'm happy for six more weeks. Now, obviously, if you live north and you're dealing with snow and stuff, you're not. Give me me 80 degree weather, but I am good with 60s, so I'm okay with that. For me, I'm good. Don't give me that 50s because you know, as you can hear, (laughs) did not I did not bode very well with me. So, (laughs) all right, 
a little more serious, there is a heightened risk uh, increase of sex trafficking during the sporting events. An organization called It's a Penalty is trying to bring higher a higher level of awareness to the issue. So they have teamed up with the NFL. So NFL stars such as Chris Godwin, Will Golston with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, along with Aaron Rodgers, Nick Foles, Andy Dalton, Benjamin Watson, created a 30-second anti-trafficking video. If you see something, say something. And to get help, you can text HELP to BE free b-e-f-r-e-e on have you ever watched um there was a movie stop you there for a second yeah i just thought about it uh the move that will smith movie what they do they swindle people in in like major sporting events and Mm -hmm. they con people and do a whole bunch of stuff Uh, there's something about the super bowl every time there's big events people you gotta watch out for tickets yeah you really just just i mean i know that was a funny movie and there was a, a few big aha moments where you like, my God, how they programmed that guy at the end and made him bet on, on, on a certain number. And, you know, they knew the whole thing was cooked up. and stuff. Yeah, I don't know that movie. But uh, it, was a, it was a phenomenal movie. But anyways, uh, at the end of it, I mean, the whole the whole idea is, is that in, in big sporting events, just be careful. You know, I mean, if you're local or if you're visiting or going to the game or something like that, just be careful. You know, keep your antennas up. And exactly. Stay in tune. <laughs> well, thank goodness for Chick-fil-A. A South Carolina COVID testing drive through got backed up. So who did they call? The town mayor decided to call in professional <laughs> assistance from a Chick-fil-A manager. Wow. I amazing. am telling you, the drive-thru they're, they're, is they're very amazing. Efficient. They're very fi- efficient. They know how to handle uh, drive throughs that's, that's for sure. That's for oh, sure. Amazing. I think, honestly, if they, uh, you know, uh, maybe the federal government needs to partner up with them, kind of nationwide. So. Mm-hmm. so here's a fun fact for you. Yes, ma'am. Before I end my scoop mm-hmm. on the scope. 14,500 tons of chips are eaten, eaten along with 8 million tons of guacamole on Super Bowl Sunday. Holy guacamole. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what is your favorite thing to just munch on? I on like Super Bowl chips Sunday? and dip, but, you know, usually I like that, um, um, you know, where, where you, you, you mix the salsa with the cheese, um, that, that dip, but the salsa's got to be hot, though. Yeah, well, I like it because cheese kind of cools it down a little bit. Yeah, you can but just... I like to do it and then kind of microwave. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, throw it in the fridge for a couple of hours, let it kind of sit. So like a big block of Velveeta and salsa, mix it together. There you go. Yeah. What do you think the, uh, how, do, how do you think, I mean, easiest way to do it? Just, yeah, just that big really? block of cheese melted in the microwave. Wow. Throw I, in I the salsa. thought it was a secret. <laughs> no, that's it. All right. Cool. So, um, you know. Going back to uh, our episode, obviously, uh, you know, the big event is looming and, and uh, you know, we thought to talk about it a little bit more, uh, we would uh, bring in our, uh, our guest today, Brian. Uh, Brian Pink, as we said, is an attorney. Uh, would you like to introduce him to him? Absolutely. So joining us today is Brian Pink. He is a personal injury attorney with the Dan Newland Injury Attorneys Law Group. He is co-host of The Bench Podcast and coach for the Pedro's Posse Men's Bro Basketball Team. Brian has a love and a passion for all things related to sports. (laughs) Welcome uh, to our humble show, Brian. Oh, it's great to be here. How are y'all doing? Good morning. I'm, I'm doing great. How are you, Taryn? I'm good. Hi, Brian. <laughs> How you doing? Um, well, Brian, you know, obviously, um, 
Well, I got to ask you this because, I mean, as I'm introducing you, you know, attorney by day, uh, basketball coach by night, well, afternoon, night, <laughs> um, uh, and then a, a podcaster. I mean, what a uh, what a contrast between, you know, yeah. basketball coach, attorney. Well, I think, you know, the sports thing has always been there pretty much since birth. And uh, the attorney thing developed when I was in school. And just as I've gone along, you know, you, to get the most out of your life, you got to do as much as you can. Yes. And it's things that you're passionate about. And so that's kind of what I've gotten to the opportunity to do. And I'm very happy to do. But um, kind of fell into basketball coaching. Um, I was several years ago. I was shooting in my driveway, and my neighbor was the football coach at Trinity Prep here in uh, Winter Park mm-hmm. and uh, asked me if I wanted to coach middle school basketball. I said, sure. And uh, that began, like, for me in a pretty incredible journey. Um, coached middle school for two years, became a varsity assistant um, there, uh, and went to a couple different high schools, Winter Park, Oviedo, Winter Springs, and Lake Cal, all coaching and practicing wow. all at the same time. And then a few years ago, a friend of mine had a radio show at Rollins, on WPRK, mm-hmm. and I kind of made a few guest appearances there. And then another guy that I made a guest appearance was with, you know, hey, I think we can do this better. So we kind of started a podcast, <laughs> and um, we've been doing it for a little while now, but we kind of reformatted it recently. It's called On the Bench with Bubba and Pink, and uh, just love doing it. Talk sports, talk crazy stories, talk, you know, the day, whatever's there. Yeah. Keep it open. I, uh, I heard you guys had a, a great, uh, episode recently or this week, right? Uh, on the Super Bowl. Yeah, we talked a bit a bit about the Super Bowl. We talked a little bit about the issues with uh, the lack of minority or black coaching hires in the league, and yeah. uh, kind of previewed the game a little bit. And it was a lot of fun. Awesome, awesome. Um, you know, it, it's funny as you're talking and saying, um, you know, about uh, being a professional, uh, an attorney. Well, not the you know, basketball coaches is not a professional thing. It is obviously, uh, but you know, having a career and being an athlete or being a coach, I don't think they, they, uh, they interfere with each other. As a matter of fact, if anything, I would believe that they complement each other. I would actually say that I, you know, it was when I had a trial a couple of years ago and the more I did my opening statement, the more I did in the closing statement, I, I really felt I drew from my coaching experiences more than anything I got in law school. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, when I was standing in front of the jury, I'm sitting in front of seven people, and I'm trying to convince them of something, trying to convince them of you know what I think is the truth. And yeah. that's really no different than what you do in a locker room when you're yeah. talking well, to your agree. team. And, you know, it's kind of funny, like as the trial went along, you, you start trial and you've got all these materials with you, notes on this, records for here. And as the trial went along, I needed less and less stuff. And I just felt going more spontaneously and speaking from the heart was the better mm-hmm. way to go. And that's always what I've done coaching. And so I was like, yeah, this is where the two, the two things connect. And it was pretty cool. That, well, that's really I think I almost think that uh, youth would be more challenging to coach than a jury. <laughs> See, I, I, I don't you know. If it's from the heart, right, uh, Brian? If it's from the heart, yeah. I think, yeah. If you're true to yourself and, and you know, it, it speak authentically, people respond to that. And whether it's, you know, whether it's kids at a YMCA soccer league or it's, you know, a jury in a trial yeah. you know, or even professional guys, uh, you know, playing for you, you you, know, you have to be authentic and people read that and they feel that and they believe. And if you're not that, if you're trying to be something else, that shows too, and it's going to undercut anything you're trying to do. 
I agree. I agree. You know, I'm, I'm, me personally, I'm, I'm, I know Taryn as well. Um, I'm, I'm extremely passionate about youth sports, and I believe that it, it does help contribute tremendously to a person's uh, uh, well-being, uh, being uh, structured, and, and a whole bunch of other stuff. And I want to get back to that as well as coaching. Um, but sure. before, you know, before we start any of that, I, I, we, we got to talk about the Super Bowl, man. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, we got to talk at least a little bit about, uh, you know, this big event that's coming up and, you know, the fact that um, uh, for uh, Tampa Bay, this is their, you know, this is the first time ever uh, someone plays in the Super Bowl at home. And, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. And of all years to do it, it's, you know, they're going to be playing <laughs> the COVID year, yeah. healthcare workers uh, and, and not, <laughs> you know, the usual Tampa Bay Buccaneer uh, faithful. Um, it, it's really weird. I mean, it's a historical moment as far as that goes. Yeah. And um, you know, no matter what the fan situation is, there's going to be a certain comfort for the Bucks in playing, you know, it, at their stadium, stadium yeah. and, and all that. And I think that's going to provide a bit of an advantage to them, whether it's enough to win the game, we'll find out on Sunday. But, yeah. but a pretty awesome, you know, experience. And it was funny because, you know, they bring in Tom Brady with much fanfare. They, they you know, put together a pretty impressive team of, of, of guys coming out of retirement, coming off of other teams, coming mm-hmm. off Michigan's suspension list. And uh, Antonio know, Brown, just, come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that, know, that's a, that's a book say. by itself right there. Exactly, yeah. And, yeah. you know, obviously they, they bring in this group to win, and they have this opportunity to, to, to win ultimately at home, and they get there. That's, it's a phenomenal story. I love the storyline to this game. Tom Brady, 10th Super Bowl, chance to win the seventh of his career. Yeah. And he's going against the Chiefs, the defending champions, and Pat Mahomes, who is the clear heir apparent, is the next you know, great, great quarterback. Yeah, and I, I just think that it puts a great storyline in the game. Yeah. If Tom Brady wins this thing, <laughs> it's beyond unprecedented. The man's 43 years old. Yeah, could absolutely. win his seventh Super Bowl. Nobody's individually won more than four at the quarterback position except for him. Yeah. And now I always hear, it, I always it, hear Tom Brady's name. I don't oh, know yeah, yeah. a He's ton a about sports, special. but I keep very, hearing his name on. for years and He's years. He's a University of Michigan guy. What do you expect? <laughs> very super special. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, but that, that, you know, he resonates in that way. You notice how I really dug that in there? <laughs> yeah. Michigan man, no doubt, playing at the yeah. big house. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, his—I mean, his ability to to continue uh, and play at, at a high level at his age—he's transcended football. People that don't care about football still probably recognize that name and know there's something special to it. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then Pat Mahomes. This guy's 25 years old, I think. He's a league MVP. He's a oh, yeah. Super Bowl champion. Um, he's the guy if anybody, that has a chance to chase Brady's accomplishments at this moment. And it, it's really interesting because if Brady wins this thing, uh, and Tony Romo said this, a broadcaster, former quarterback, basically if, to- if, if Tom Brady wins this, Pat Mahomes has no chance of catching him. Because exactly. no matter what he exactly. does from this point forward, you know he, he lost a head-to-head game against 43-year-old Tom Brady. And you, you know, hold 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 that thought for a second because I I believe that that a whole uh, there's a whole uh, 
probably encyclopedia of things that we can throw in a comparison between those two guys. Um, for but, sure. but, you know, uh, they're signaling for a break. So okay. uh, let's. Before, well, before we take a break, I do want to mention oh, that ahead, coming please. later on in the show, we have a giveaway for a $50 gift card to Gators Dockside. So go ahead and check Ooh, out their yummy. website at gatordockside.com and then stay tuned for that. And maybe uh, you can you can start thinking of your order for tomorrow, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, here's a, a we we're going to go to a break. But before we go to a break, here's a word from our sponsor. It's no longer business as usual. 2020 changed how and where consumers shop, and it's still changing. Today's consumers are up for grabs, looking for businesses and brands that get their attention. Lift your business and brand awareness to the next level with The Scope and connect directly to consumers on a personal level. Talk at OverdriveRadio.org. We'll work with you to deliver a message to engage with listeners. Email our marketing team to get started. Talk at OverdriveRadio.org or visit our website, OverdriveRadio.org. Welcome back to The Scope. Entertainment, intrigue, and good conversation. Catch up with Mike and friends right now. Welcome back. Here's a word from our sponsors. When your vehicle needs new tires, brakes, or service, come see the team at Universal Tire and Auto in Longwood for all your automotive repair needs. Universal Tire and Auto is home of the buy four tires, get a free alignment. Shop name brand tires in person or shop our huge selection online at UniversalTireAndAuto.com and we'll install them right here in Longwood. Warranty and financing available. You deserve quality at a fair price. And remember, buy four tires, get a free alignment. Visit UniversalTireAndAuto.com. Welcome back. If you just joined us, this is The Scope on 1041 Real Radio. Okay, if you're just tuning in, uh, this is your host, Mike, and with me in the studio is our producer and friend, Taryn. Today, our guest is Brian Pink, attorney, basketball coach, and the co-host of On the Bench with Bubba and Pink. Brian, welcome back. Thank you very much. Wanted to give a quick shout out to Frank Gay. He fixed one of my favorite toilets at the house last week. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was I was like looking at um, something. I wanted something that stuck out. Of, you know, because you keep hearing uh, this thing, uh, how special 55 is, Super Bowl 55. Because you and I, I mean, obviously, we know there's about 100 different things that are unique about this particular Super Bowl. However, I thought, man, man, let's make it interesting. I mean, you know, Mahomes won the last one, 54. Let me go back and see if I can research some, uh, some fun facts about it. And I'll be honest with you. Uh, apart from the fact that he was 24, the youngest MVP and the you know youngest winner, he beat um, Brady, <laughs> who actually you know the two of them are together tomorrow, um, yep. playing against each other. And you know, other than that, really, there was really no other fun facts or anything that really stuck out. Yeah, you know, the San Francisco 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, their coach, you know, he's a uh, he's you know, there's there's a few things that he's one of the guys that marked losing, uh, you know, so many times after being double digits up, it, it, people kind of make fun of him. But other than that, really, there was nothing else. Come back with the uh, the Falcons and Tom B. Yeah, the Falcons. Absolutely, absolutely. But you know, you um, 
you look at this Super Bowl, and I mean just one phenomenal fact after the other. You know, you've got as you as you were saying before the break, you've got the 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 legacy, the legend that is that is passing the torch. Is this going to be the passing of the torch uh, game? Is this going to be, uh, you know, where Brady starts to 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 kind of you know um, kind of. Uh, settle down and <laughs> and be done with the game, and now the new superstar rises. There's a whole lot of stuff to be just there watching for tomorrow. Yeah, it's, I mean, to me, we, we kind of talked before the break about what this game means for Tom. Uh, mm. But on the other side of that, Pat Mahomes, if the Chiefs win, it's really a formal passing of the torch to the next grade in the game. I mean, Brady may play again and may enjoy continued success, but at this point, Mahomes would have beaten Brady, the unquestionable goat in a head-to-head Super Bowl, won his second Super Bowl in a row, and presumably has another 10, 15, and if we're going off of Tom, maybe 17 or 18 years of high-level play to chase Tom's accomplishments. Yeah. And that's a pretty significant thing. Uh, and, and I'm excited to see what happens in this game tomorrow. But these you know, played I, in week 12 with the Chiefs winning um, yeah. in, in a three- or four-point game. The Chiefs had the upper hand most of the game, and the Patriots yeah. made a late – or, sorry, Patriots. Uh, the Bucks made a late <laughs> rally uh, to make the game competitive. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there, there's a lot of carpetbagger Patriots fans who will be rooting for the Bucks, uh on, on Sunday. No, I agree. I agree with you. I mean, you know, um, there's a lot to be said about Tom Brady. I'm like I said, me personally, I'll follow him. You know, I'll follow him and I'll support him because he he and I went to the same school, and you know, uh, uh, that means a lot to me. But uh, I'll be honest with you, he is one of. The, I mean, he is the greatest, uh, uh, you know, uh, quarterback that's played the game. Period. Without question, absolutely yeah. nobody touches but, what he's done uh, in terms of quality and over absolutely. Time. Absolutely. But, you know, um, if you look at it from uh, Mahomes' angle, I kind of feel like I feel bad for him, man. It's like a lose-lose situation. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you you win. Well, yeah, you beat him and he's 43. What's that? (laughs) I said he's got a half a billion dollar contract. I don't feel too bad for him. (laughs) <laughs> oh absolutely man i agree i agree it's funny i was you know for the next show uh which is a car show that we have um i was researching what those two guys drove and i mean both guys have like you know specialty made cars for them yeah we don't have to feel sorry for them <laughs> no, I, okay I, let me let me <laughs> let me see how much you guys know about some of the previous super bowls mm-hmm. all right here's my first question sure. Which player has won the Super Bowl MVP three times? Brady. I'll go with Tom Brady. Yeah. I got my answers, Joe Montana. You're, you're right. Brady's twice. Oh, okay. Montana. And I got that off the top of my head. <laughs> no, you did not off the paper. <laughs> okay, here's my next last question. Come on, so- Christy. Christy prepared the questions. <laughs> They're supposed to be all Tom Brady, man. Here's the next question. Think, which, team, which team won the first ever Super Bowl? Green Bay Packers. Oh, Packers. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Mr. Lombardi. And this is an interesting factoid. So the Super Bowl is the second most watched sporting event. What is the first? Um, The World Cup final? 
World Cup, yeah. Soccer. Soccer yeah, Championship Cup. League. Is that the same thing as Champions, the World Cup? The There's the Champions League, which is the UEFA Champions League. Um, that Maybe that's more. I didn't know. I would have thought it would be the World Cup final, but that's entirely possible. I, if you look at it worldwide, it's got to be the World Cup. I yeah. don't know. We'll have yeah. to ask Christy well, I mean, about that one. <laughs> yeah. Christy, get us enough, into enough trouble, man. <laughs> yeah. The Champions League final is annual, and it does, you know, does draw worldwide. So that might be the correct answer. Yeah. Well, it, it you're right. It's annual, and it's uh, after a long journey of they play, you know, what do they call it, uh, at home and then, uh, you know, at the other team's home. Um, so, yeah, home and away fixtures. Yeah, home and away, exactly. Um, they, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, and, and it, it, like you said, every year, and it starts in the, uh, almost the beginning of the season. It takes the champion of every European nation. They play together, and then, you know, uh, at the end of it, they end up, uh, you know, in the finals. Uh, and, and the two, uh, you know, the two winningest teams, I guess, they meet and blah, blah, blah. And, <laughs> and, and the final, of course. I, I mean, some of the best teams in the world play in it, or they end up in in, in at least the final eight. You know, Liverpool. Well, the, the one, yeah. The one intriguing thing with international soccer, which is another thing I really enjoy, is that there's no salary cap. So, I mean, you literally have a, 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 an amalgamation of super teams competing in that thing uh, among the biggest European leagues. And you know, they don't have to worry about salary caps and, and all that sort of stuff. So, they Correct. you know, they go and find whoever they need and literally build super teams. I love the competition personally. Now, now, Brian, your son, um, isn't he playing soccer? Yeah, he plays He plays uh, low-level soccer over in Germany. He was here in college in the U.S., played at JU and at Creighton, and then just felt like developmentally it wasn't the right path for him and left to go to Germany about a year and a half ago. And uh, he's doing well. Their season's on suspension due to COVID at this point, but he's oh. looking forward to getting back. And he's also finishing up school over there, so it's uh, he's doing well for himself. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I know they they uh, Germany is one of the countries that did a total shutdown not too long, actually just before the holidays, and um, uh, they they were going to start it and then they extended it. But <coughs> excuse me, um, you know, I want to circle back to the to the youth uh, sports and to uh, you know to being a coach. Because, you know, you said something in the beginning, which is, you know, the first job you ever had was, uh, you know, in in uh, coaching was middle school. Yes. Which is funner <laughs> for you as a coach, <laughs> or which is harder? Um, harder. That's, that's um, honestly, when the hardest one was, was when my kids got to the age to play sports and they're like four, five, six, and seven. Mm-hmm. That was the hardest to me. That's like herding cats. You're, you know, you've got kids with attention spans all over the place. Brian, you just gave me a memory. Back when I enrolled my girls in soccer, I just, I felt like they had to be in soccer and they were like in first grade or something in kindergarten. And all you could see were these kids running across the field. No one knew what they were doing. They were just running back and forth. As you said, it was like a a herd of cattle. (laughs) Herd of cats, It was, uh, yeah, that was the hardest because, I mean, I, I love sports. I love the nuance of it. And when you're coaching at that age group, you're just trying to, you know, basically keep everybody's attention and teach them something, you yeah. know, some modest skill. <laughs> um, and that's, you know, from a coaching standpoint, that's, that's, 
not as satisfying as it is to deal with, you know, with older and more skilled uh, people who well, kind of like share your passion about it. Exactly. But again, those older um, people, I mean, you, you get the, 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 the other ones that are impressionable. You can mold them any which way you want to, as far as sports go, of course. And, and then you've got the athletes that are already kind of um, formed. Right, right. Which, yeah, you, you encounter all sorts of skill levels with, with you know, especially at the early, the earlier the age, the greater the disparity in kind of skill and interest level. Yeah. Um, which I find, you know, fascinating. You, you literally, now I'll go back to my son, like literally when he was about 10 years old, mm-hmm. I was coaching him in a recreational soccer setting and we would have practice. And then he would give me a 30 minute debriefing of how bad I was in practice. <laughs> because I didn't adequately instruct the lesser players on the team. And the way that team was structured, it was hysterical. I wish I could have recorded these things. It was pretty funny. But, um, you know, that was these typical recreational team. There's three or four kids that were pretty good, a couple mm-hmm. in the middle, and, and a couple that could barely you know, tie their shoes and, and, and chew gum at the yeah. same time. And, um, you know, you're, you're trying to get something out of everybody, you know, so that they get something out of the experience yeah. and, you know, would maybe want to do it again. And then obviously you just have the functional task of how do we, you know, show up on Saturday and not, not get beat eight, nothing. So, you know, you're doing that, but my son very keenly was like, you know, realized, you know, that the different skill levels and he always was pushing me to, you know, to work more with the lower end of the roster and get him to do more. And, uh, it's very astute. I actually, you know, whatever he does playing, I think is secondary to what he'll do as a coach. I think he'll really have a chance to do something special if he wants to pursue that. That's, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome because a lot of times um, our kids, if they follow in our footsteps, and I think a lot of the professions in the world have developed because of that, you know, they see what we're doing. And obviously they're so, especially our teens, they're so honed in on what we're doing wrong. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Kind of, you know, that makes them better at it because they try to avoid that. Uh, those yeah. areas that, that they see clearly that we're doing wrong. And of course, we're too pig headed as parents to <laughs> admit it. So, For sure. yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, we've, uh, actually, you know, before the break, Taryn has something to say. Yeah. So, stay tuned because we have a $50 gift, gift, gift card giveaway for Gators Dockside. Visit them at gatorsdockside.com to check out their menu and stay tuned for a chance to win. Hey, maybe You'll get some texting. horse doofers and some. I'm yeah. Sorry. Have your phones ready. You're going to be texting us. Um, at a number I'm going to give you. All right. So we'll be right back after the break. Here's a word from our sponsor. Take your business and brand awareness to the next level. Join the scope and connect directly to customers on a personal level with a sponsorship on the show. We'll work with you to deliver the message you want to engage with listeners. Learn more about the growth we can bring to your business. Email our marketing team today to get started at talk at overdriveradio.org or visit our website, overdriveradio.org. Bring your business and brand awareness to the next level with the scope. Get details at talk at overdriveradio.org. Overdrive Radio. Welcome back to The Scope. Entertainment, intrigue, and good conversation. Catch up with Mike and friends right now. Welcome back to The Scope. Here's a word from our sponsors. When your vehicle needs new tires, brakes, or service, come see the team at Universal Tire and Auto in Longwood for all your automotive repair needs. 
Universal Tire and Auto is home of the buy four tires, get a free alignment. Shop name brand tires in person or shop our huge selection online at universaltireandauto.com and we'll install them right here in Longwood. Warranty and financing available. You deserve quality at a fair price. And remember, buy four tires, get a free alignment. Visit universaltireandauto.com. If you're just tuning in, this is The Scope on 1041 Real Radio. So, Taryn. Yes. Uh, you want to do the giveaway? Please. Yeah, I'm getting hungry. All <laughs> right. So, this is for a $50 gift card to Gators Dockside, uh, any of the locations. And you're going to have to send us a promo code Super Bowl 55 to the following phone number. You're going to text it to us Super Bowl 55 to 407. 407- Nine nine five nine six six five. That's again for a fifty dollar gift card to Gators Dockside. That phone number is four zero seven nine nine five nine six six five, and it's Super Bowl fifty five. Awesome. Not, not fifty four, fifty five. <laughs> I, I won't go there. Why? I won't embarrass. Oh you. well. All right. Um, <laughs> this is your host, Mike, and you're talking. <laughs> we are talking today about the positive impact of sports with Brian Pink, attorney for Dan Newland Injury, uh, injury Attorneys, uh, basketball coach, co-host of the On the Bench with Bubba and Pink podcast. Yes, sir. Brian, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. King, yes, the king, right? Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, again, going back to as I as as we were talking earlier about the uh, you know youth sports, you remember you and I when we were talking, uh, having a conversation last night or yesterday afternoon. Uh, I told you this story, uh, and I'd like I, I mean I'd like to share it. This is this is one of the reasons why I'm so uh, so passionate about youth sport, uh, and and you know. We were on a on an executive retreat in the Bahamas, and there was about a hundred executives. And the CEO got up. Um, we were the number one, probably uh, uh, number one company in our field uh, in America in in uh, in our industry. So he got up and and he said, "I want to make a point." Obviously, you know, by then it was later in the afternoon, it was a retreat. Um, not much learning going on, a lot of drinking going on. So he got up and he's like, uh, you know, I know everybody's relaxed, but I just want to ask you guys a question. Uh, how many of you guys played, uh, you know, high school or college sports? In 97 out of the 100 people raised their hands. So he and he was he was throwing this out because he wanted us. He wanted to teach us who was good or who are the people to go after, the go-getters to go after when we're recruiting. And, you know, what do you you think of that, Dan? Uh, Brian, I'm sorry. What do you think of that? I mean, I think it's such a a huge thing. I I agree completely. Um, I I just feel that that people that achieve in sports, and, and I'm not saying achieve like Tom Brady has, but just gone through the process of maybe playing varsity sports or playing into college or beyond that, it pushes you in ways that the average person who doesn't have that doesn't get pushed. And it creates something inside you because, you know, you have to, you have to have discipline to succeed. 
exactly. and you have to have discipline to succeed in sports and in business, you know, or professionally. Yeah. Um, you also have to face adversity and overcome it. And yes. whether it's you're somebody that, you know, goes from being a star at some level to being a bench guy at another and perseveres yeah. through that, or you're on a team that's losing, um, or you, you know, somebody who gets injured and has to fight to come back from injury. Yeah. All those experiences teach you things about yourself that you don't learn without going through those experiences. Exactly. And if you compete long enough, you're going to face every one of those things. Mm-hmm. And when you get beyond it and now you're, you know, you're in a company, you're in a, a law firm, you're in a, a medical office, that doesn't leave you. That's a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. And you have a, a way of, of combating adversity and having discipline that's just different. And, and I, I've heard that similar story to what you've related before in, in articles and things like that. And it's, you know, people uh, look for, for, you know, former athletes. Uh, you know, to hire in, in business positions, not just because they're former athletes and there may be some cachet associated with that, but because yeah. these people typically know how to handle things. They know how to yeah. discipline themselves. They know how to fight and, and achieve through adversity. And yeah. that's what, you know, every business needs. Every company is, is increases its value with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it and I, I think, I think, uh, as we talked uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, I'd love to, uh, you know, have you back with us. And 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 you and I have a, uh, or we have an episode on on youth sports because of what I was saying um, uh, earlier, how much I value it. Because, you know, if you look at some of the stats, um, how many, uh, how much does youth sports impact? The fact that it reduces teen pregnancies, drug usage, alcohol abuse, it just, the benefits are just unbelievable. Plus the fact of yeah. what you were saying, of creating the discipline, the 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 perseverance, uh, the, the ability to persevere through, uh, what do you call it, uh, adversity and how to deal with it and overcome it. I mean, none of us want our kids to ever go through adversity, but at least something like this can arm them that in the future, whether we are with them or not, and I don't mean life and death, I mean just geographically, yeah. like in your situation, your son is in Germany, right? Mm-hmm. So, right. Right. Uh, you know, but but at least you've you've armed them with the fact that you know because of youth sports that they've been through adversity. They've been through the rejection. They've been, they've been through um, the team not performing or, 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 or the player themselves having a bad game, you know? Yeah. They have, this is all parts of the adversity. You know, I um, am not a huge athlete. So in high school, I played tennis. You didn't have to try out for the tennis. You Mm -hmm. just joined. And, and, And if you were ranked, you could play in the physical games. So I never played in the games. I didn't have a lot of confidence in terms of playing the sports, but I'll never forget my coach, Coach Owens. He was my favorite teacher of all times. And do you know, he gave me the most valuable player, even though I did not play or win anything, Mm -hmm. but it was such a huge booster of confidence because it taught me that it doesn't mean that you have to win. Yeah. It just means you have to have that attitude to go after something. Exactly. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, in you know, life, adversity is coming. It's just a matter of when and, yeah. and what's your response to it. And, and what's and, your prep you know. for it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And your I, prep I, I indicates or, or dictates your response. So, 
Yeah. But you know what? Being a coach. I'm sorry. Being a coach is is as as Taryn just said is one of those uh, levels that you reach. That I don't care. I mean, you know, you 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 connect so well with the athletes. Obviously, good coaches (laughs) Uh, connect so well with the athlete. Um, it, it, it becomes like the relationship is on a different level. Yeah, I, you know, and that speaks really to where I am kind of in life right now. Yeah. Um, I started coaching a long time ago, and there's a group of people that I've now coached that are like legitimate, like grownups and mm-hmm. have families and have kids and all that. And one of the, the proudest things of my life is that I'm friends, like legitimate friends with a number of these people. Yeah. And um, I just absolutely love that, that, you know, I coached somebody maybe 12 or 15 years ago. And today, as, as you know, adults, we're friends. We stay connected. We talk. We keep up with each other. And, yeah. and that's been the, really the most rewarding thing beyond any win or loss that, that I've ever had is the relationships you build through sport. And some of the strongest, best relationships I have in my life are, are rooted in sport. Yeah, uh, more more than any other aspect of my life. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, I, you know, some of uh, some of the guys I played with. You're absolutely right. I mean, you know, um, have been, will be uh, best friends because the 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 again the ups and downs and the emotions and everything else that you go through together, <laughs> you know, create right. such a bond. You know? Yeah, it's it's not you know I I would I would figure you know people that have been combat together might have a, a stronger bond, but short of that, I don't know that you can find one. But you know, it, it's funny because you and I yesterday were talking about um, uh, that that you know parents sometimes you know when you back when you were in high school a coach of high school football uh, I'm sorry uh, basketball um, you uh, you know parents would come to you and say you know can you you know kind of help us. Uh, get our teen or our kid to focus on this that that really made such a such an impact on me when you said that yesterday yeah yeah but when i was coaching high school you know it happened a, a you know a number of times where, where a parent would kind of reach out to me you know outside the view of their child and be like you know hey we're, we're struggling to get this particular message across can you can you help us with that and, um, you know, I was always happy to, and at the time my kids were younger and I didn't grasp the full impact of it. It almost mm-hmm. struck me as I'm more than happy to help you, but seems a little strange. And then I became the parent of teenagers and I then got the it. table was turned, right? <laughs> yeah. The tables turned on that. And like, you know, I mean, the most, you know, biggest illustration of that to me was that like, you know, I would talk to my son who plays soccer and I would give him certain feedback of things that I thought. And you know, initially it would be dismissed, you know, like, you know, what do you know, you an imbecile. And then um, you know, the coach, the actual coach of the team at the time would say pretty much the same thing like a week later. And it was, you know, as though the heavens had opened and God had delivered a personal message to him. <laughs> and I'm like, you got to be kidding. I said the same thing last week. Yeah. You know. If you only listen to me, I've been saying it for months, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, the, uh, it, I don't know. There's another there's an old adage that you know when when the pupil or when the pupil is ready, the tutor appears. So yeah, no, I agree. That's part of it too. When 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 what is it? When the horse is ready, the uh, no no. Um, 
Yeah, when when the student's ready, uh, the teacher will appear. You're right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny because, and the real quick, I wanted to say this a little bit. I mean, talk about about this a little bit more. After you and I talked about this, I was watching uh, uh, the Super Bowl live on CBS Sports last night, and um, you know, the uh, Raiders tight uh, tight end uh, Darren Waller came in, and and you know, the guy the guy's amazing. He had an amazing season this year. You know. Uh, 107 yeah. receptions uh, for for a tight end, uh, almost 12, 1,200 yards, nine touchdowns. So that was an amazing, amazing, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, season. And and the guy never actually. It's funny. He said when he was in high school, he played defense, and yeah. <laughs> and never. I mean, he had. He said, "I knew nothing about anything but defense," and then. Uh, he went into Georgia Tech, and all of a sudden at Georgia Tech, they were like, uh, no, you're playing tight end. He said, I had enough trust in the system, and there, here we go. I mean, this season is probably one of the best tight end performance. Yeah, that, that's that, Yeah, that's an amazing – you hear those stories every once in a while, and it just you know, it, it kind of like conflicts with, with other data that you get. You know, you watch yeah. a person like a Tiger Woods from a, such a young age – yeah, you know, begin yeah. to develop a skill set that then reaps these tremendous rewards and accomplishments. And you're like, well, that's the key to it. You got to start early. You got to be trained right all this time. And then you have kind of this outlier situation where somebody's doing kind of something else for a big chunk of their life and then kind of late in the game, flip it, you know, positionally or, or even sport wise and, yeah. and achieve something great. You're kind of like, well, how the heck does that happen? It kind of flies in the face of everything else we've got. But this is the importance of the coach, because if it wasn't for the uh, Georgia Tech coach knowing that, that this kid, no, forget defense. I know he's played all his life. Forget that. He got to go in tight end. Okay. Right. Right. So, yeah, no, and that's something there. I mean, credit to those coaches. They must have seen something about him, um, yeah. you know, mentality, skill set that figured, hey, this if we try this, it could be different. And uh, you know that, that that is part of it, and I it, it is Ryan. Man, man. I, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I gotta stop you here. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Uh, we really, again, I really do appreciate you coming on our uh, show. And how do people get a hold of you, real quick? You, um, I'm on Instagram, Brian underscore Pink. Look me up, add me, what have you. And then our podcast uh, on the bench with Bub and Pink. It's on YouTube. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. Awesome. Uh, we're going to be generating a lot more contact. Feel free to reach out. Facebook, Brian Pink, too. I'll accept your friend request and hit me up with anything. <laughs> thank so, you uh, so thank much, you Brian. I had a blast. We appreciate it. Same here, my friend. Thank you, Brian. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Scope uh, radio show. Join us next weekend and enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend. Thank you for listening to The Scope, thought-provoking conversations about ideas, issues, and current events that affect us all. Catch Mike and Friends next week at 8, right here on Real Radio for The Scope. Take your business and brand awareness to the next level. Join The Scope and connect directly to customers on a personal level with a sponsorship on the show. We'll work with you to deliver the message you want to engage with listeners. Learn more about the growth we can bring to your business. Email our marketing team today to get started at talk at overdriveradio.org or visit our website, overdriveradio.org. Bring your business and brand awareness to the next level with The Scope. Get details at talk at overdriveradio.org. Overdrive.